0: So after two very long rants about two sports we love deeply, it's on to a somewhat disappointing round 23-44 cast. Like, yes, there's funnels up for grabs, and yes, there's some things to play out. But all in all, everyone knows where they're sitting. And as much as the AFL wants to avoid the old tanker coming into the last round of the year and the old let's uh, do things for the ladder positions, this is a round that reeks of... I'm not quite sure which teams care and which teams don't. Yeah. And all it means is we have two weeks where fully does doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, well I was listening to Leon Cameron before on the radio and he was saying you don't want to go into a final series with a loss. So that's the only plus I can see from a team that's already cemented its spot so much. There is a little bit of the ladder positioning that could change. But come mm-hmm. Sunday, the three games on Sunday. If everything plays out as planned on the Friday Saturday. Just go to the fight. Just go to the fight. <laughs> the football Sunday is going to be pretty freaking boring. Yeah.
0: So we start off with like it's a it's a the only thing that's difficult is like who's gonna win. So Hawks, Bulldogs at Eddie had Friday night, the Lions plus four and a half in the Hawks favour, and the overrun is one eighty six. And like the dogs are done, except they're not done. Like if everything blows up and then they win and they beat Hawthorn by lots, then they get into the funnels. But they're not going to get in the funnels, are they?
1: No, it's a game of retirements. So you got Hodge retiring. I see retirement won't play. Bob Murphy's retiring. So there's a lot of bit of passion. Matt Boyd's retiring. Don't forget Matt that boy. Boyd. That's if he plays. We um, still retiring, though. She yeah, no, sorry. Um, so yeah, obviously there's you know a bit of a send off theory going on here.
0: There you go. So like to to dig into this because this is probably the most interesting part of it. Yeah. Who has the biggest send-off? Like in uh, inspiration, Hodge, three-time premiership, two-time Norm Smith, club captain, arguably one of the greatest Hawks ever play the game, or Bob, who hasn't won a premiership, isn't their best player, but obviously has a like really emotive connection with his players and is, you know, arguably one of the one of the true members of the game.
1: Oh. I still think Hodge holds more sway, but I think the doggies have a bit more to play for, which yeah. will get them up and about. Because if they do win and do manage to scrape into the finals, it means more. As I think Hawthorne, as we saw last Saturday, may be already just ready Checked to check out. Yeah, yeah, ready to check out. Um, doggies, you know, probably don't get anyone back from an injury perspective. Um, I don't know if they had any, apart from Jake String, obviously, I don't know if there was any other injuries from that. But. I think the the best way to play this, and I looked through a few of the, the previous games, obviously with Patton, Dixon, and Joey kicking goals against the Doggies the last few weeks, I think Rafa to kick three goals or more is two bucks. That's a good, good way to go. Yep. And the total game points, 185.5. We've seen how the Dogs play. We've seen how the Hawks play. Even as Eddie had, I still think they go under that.
0: Yeah, totally agree there. I'm going under 186 as well. Yeah. And my uh, player prop bet is... Tom Mitchell to have a 130 or more fantasy points.
1: Yeah, he'll get he'll rack him up whether he gets 130 or not cause he doesn't get a lot of metres gained and a lot of them are handballs. So we'll see how that goes, but he'll definitely get 30-plus touches. Easy. Yeah,
0: most most posies will get your fantasy points, but any of those... Over under individual results for Tom Mitchell at a dollar ninety will do you I uh, do you a pretty good insurance bet.
1: And I'm pretty sure I think the doggies win as well. I'm tipping the doggies so Yeah,
0: I'll tip the doggies too. Just just because that performance against Carton was just so disappointing. Like for a list that did so much so well in the middle third of the year to yeah, to put in a performance like that, like yes, Carlton did everything right, and they they were they were determined, and they were structured, and they were well drilled. They're still Carlton. are still like a very they're like they're on the bottom. they almost the bottom of the ladder for a reason. And yeah, it was just it's it almost bizarre to see a Clarkson team get get rolled like it'd be, that.
1: It'd be interesting to see whether. Um... Luke Beveridge sends someone to do that nagging, irritating sort of role in Sicily again, because I actually did enjoy that so, and Cicely I watched to lose it. Watched Cicely it just explode.
0: Sicily could could become the first AFL player to be get a life ban due to suspensions. Like he is he is that close to doing a Barry Hall, it's not funny, but anyway. Uh, then we head on to Saturday and this is a game again utterly confuses me because it involved Melbourne. So Collingwood versus Melbourne at the MCG. Uh, magpies have a 7.5 point buffer and the overrun is 180. And again, my, my instant reaction is to do something very silly. And back Collingwood? And back the pies. I've got a, a couple of Melbourne mates who are very... They should be scared.
1: ...wishy-washy about this week. And they should be very scared. Yeah, you know, I, I have a feeling that we might come out and play. I just don't think we've got the cattle though. Like we didn't is, have the cattle last week. Yeah, but we're playing a different team. Like. Melbourne have got more spread from players than what Geelong do. Geelong are, that's, that's ridiculous. No, nah, you know me. I've got a Melbourne,
0: <laughs> Melbourne hat on at the moment. But Melbourne are <laughs> third on the ladder and you're saying that, you know, Geelong's third on the ladder and you're saying Melbourne has a better spread in their 22. Yeah, well, Geelong rely on
1: Dangerfield and Salwood.
0: Yeah, but, okay, yes, Dangerfield won Geelong the game last week, but the reason why Geelong were in position to win the game is because of the players they had out there.
1: Yeah, and Melbourne have got a better spread. They'll, have an, they'll be in a better position than what Geelong were.
0: But see. They are called the demons, and they have some demons upstairs. Like they, <laughs> they, do. they, I like you look at the games where they are meant to win. So like GWS, they rode that game in, they rode into that game on a on a, on a wave of momentum, and they absolutely cooked it. Yeah, like they went like, oh, if we win this, we're top, we're top four contenders. We're actually like we could be premiership contenders. Baz might say we're going to be, you know, premiership favourites soon. And they went in there and they absolutely cooked it. They get to games like that and they just cannot handle the pressure. And as much as I don't believe in hoodoos, and it's not like the fact because, because they are Melbourne the football club, but this collection of Melbourne players, everyone bags on Watts, and I'm actually, I actually I don't mind him. But things like that, like I mean, he, hold, he, he obviously holds on to the effect of that debut against Collingwood at Queen's birthday. There are other players in that squad that go, oh, we just we do dumb stuff in the big games. Like, they're not they're not a big game team.
1: Well, I can't see of bringing back anyone. And, he, like, Grundy comes back. We probably Adams is a 50-50 chance. So, we don't bring back the gold cycle. There's no point. So, my biggest concern is Pedersen and, and Hogan up forward. So and
0: Pedersen's been very good. That he can, to has. Be, to be
1: fair. And Hogan could tear us apart. Their midfield's better than ours, especially if Adams doesn't play. I can see us playing a few more kids again. And our little... You know, midgets up forward Blair, Dacos, and Brown. Can't believe Blair still get the game. I just think the, I, you've got seven and a half for the line. I've got nine and a half, so must Either have looked way. at it different yeah. times today. So it's obviously, in then. so obviously, other people <laughs> are liking Collingwood as well. But um, yeah, the, I, I think Melbourne just not a game I'm going to touch from a punny perspective. Definitely not because it just in the end, like, Melbourne could still miss the finals, but they won't. Because even if they lose, they should still hang on because of their percentage and the fact they've already got forty-eight points. Collingwood might come out and win just for the end of the year. Buck save his job. Yeah, how much, how
0: much is the buck factor bagging this? Or do you reckon that Buck's got it done? Now that they've got rid of the CEO, do you reckon he's actually, it's all sweet and he'll sign a three-year contract? And no, I think and he's going to sign it. a
1: two-year deal and we're going to sack everyone but Sando. And very, very confident left leans going to come on as our new Gary Pert CEO sort of arrangement. Be interesting to see who else we poach from other clubs. But we're doing a Richmond, we're doing a Geelong of two thousand and six. Yeah, so a
0: Richmond of two thousand and seventeen.
1: Yeah. yeah, and yeah, you know, whether that plays a factor, I don't know. And that's why I'm just going to steer clear of this game because it means nothing. So yeah,
0: one hundred percent. I yeah, the only thing I could even think about maybe tipping some cash into would be put put the unders into a multi because I think in a game like this, Bucks will be determined to just tell these young fellas to structure up, get really defensive. And Collingwood can't kick straight for the life of them. Melbourne don't really put teams away. We saw it in the St Kilda game and the Brisbane game last week. And the Brisbane game last week. So under one hundred and eighty is probably the best bet, but it's the early game. I say they uh, just sleep in and go watch some local footy. Really. Speaking of which, like, definitely, go, actually you not, know definitely go watch some local footy because the two ten game is arguably the worst game of my lifetime. <laughs> this, like, this is tanka 101. Lions versus Kangaroos at the Gabba. So, the Lions go into that. Lions are last. There's so much of this. This is tankable loser to a T because the Lions are last in the ladder and they have a two goal handicap to the Kangaroos. And there's a reason for that. That's because like, the Kangaroos are tanking.
1: Yeah, obviously. But I think there's actually, apart from obviously watching North Hobart play, Brisbane are actually pretty good to watch. And I'm going to be coaching anyway, so will not won't worry me. I won't be at home in time to watch this game. But I, I'll, Brisbane will play a decent style of footy and, and they will win And they will win comfortably in this game And they will actually want to come out and win this game I can see Faden going No we're not finishing bottom This is the start of our new era And I gave you a hot take last week They will come out And the line's only like two goals That's ridiculous Brisbane will win by more than 25 and a half Is the safe bet And that's at like $2.80 something $3 Yeah, Stuff that if the rumours are, are true with North and Brown doesn't play, Zewa doesn't play, Proust doesn't play, Goldstein doesn't play, I read it on the AFL website, then get on Brisbane to win by more than three and a half points. Zorko will be cutting loose with Beans and Rockcliffe in that midfield, and I can't see North Melbourne scoring without Brown or Zewa. This could be this. is this be one of the next four or five games you'll see. I've got a theory going here. This is going to be one of the first blowouts of the weekend. Yeah. And Brisbane will do a blowout on North.
0: Uh, over under two hundred points.
1: Well, if you go back, I'm pretty sure most of the games up at the Gabba go over two hundred.
0: But but if you if you saw Brown go out and Zebal go out, yep. do North knock enough points to go over two hundred, probably not. But Lions will. Wow. Well,
1: do you think about it? Kangaroos have been averaging and they gave up over hundred points again last week? Yeah, so over a hundred and five points. Game,
0: yeah. So you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, you're looking at the Lions to kick you like 150 points here. I am, uh, uh, the so bottom place team in the competition. If the kick Lions kick. are serious. If well, Chris Brown Chris, place,
1: anyway. Chris Fragan, if you're serious, the Lions are out there and smash the Kangaroos. There
0: you go, and they are. And in terms of Tankapalooza, Palooza, the Lions already have done the the trade uh, period. Tango to get what three of the top ten or whatever. Yeah, they've
1: got a few picks, so like they, got, they, got, they don't need
0: number one, and they've got the academy
1: players as well. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're sweet, like I said last week. Brisbane are on, a,
0: on their way up, and it, and and the Kangaroos are on the way down to North yeah. Hobart. So, the
1: safe bet here is a is line at third and a half. Then you go, the next safe bet is plus 25 and a half, and then you go, you know what, just it. let's just go, go all in. Yeah, balls out over three and a half and if you really want to go balls out plus 60 yeah but
0: and if you really to balls out Kangaroos to play North Hobart next year at $101 <laughs> <laughs> on to another game that does not matter at all an iota Swans versus Blues at the SCG the line here is 51 points
1: yeah I saw that that's
0: as- ridiculous don't put a line at 51 points
1: <laughs> I saw that as well I'm like, I just turned off the TV <laughs> I couldn't believe that because can't have been pretty good the last week 51 points has been Hawthorne! But the reason, the reason, you know why they put it at 51 points?
0: Because the Suns are coming here and just kick
1: 200 goals against them. Because they blow out teams in the first quarter. So the last four weeks, Sydney have come out and gone bang in the first quarter. They did it to, Adelaide, did it to Geelong. They did it to GWS. They, they come out here and go, whack. Carlton had their win last week, their second win for the, for the second half of the season. You know, the 87 reunion they you know, built it all up. It was a
0: grand funnel. Like, I, I am almost going to back the 51 points here.
1: I wasn't going to touch that, but I definitely over the 168 points. I'm going to see Sydney just absolutely belting them because there, there is something on the line here for Sydney.
0: They can get top four.
1: Correct, and they still need to make up a siege on port. So I can see Sydney just smashing them. The biggest thing that played part in my mind was I remember the Sydney Cart game really earlier in year where Cart went after Mills. Uh, they were six and zero. This is this was the game where Sydney said we're not taking this shit anymore. We're going out after after everyone, and we're just gonna go whack. And that's why I think Sydney could just absolutely beat up on Carlton here. The one that I liked is over one six eight, and also Gary Rowan most goals. Yeah, so he's a he's a sneaky Oscar, and and I don't think they've got a match up for him. Like Jones will probably keep Buddy quiet. So yeah, I think that's the way to go. And yeah, this is gonna be another ugly game.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, as I, as I said, I think Blues played their granny last week. And, uh, yeah, travelling away, there's no there's no home fans or Melbourne fans to impress. They they have an excuse to lose to Sydney. Bolton's already prepping for next year, but they, they might try and make finals. I don't know. They've already poached another coach from yeah, the club. Yeah, they've poached another coach from the club. It's all set up. It's all sweet. It's all part of the plan. They they won more games in the second half of the season than they did last year. So They beat the KPI there, and it's not going to play for. So, um, Yeah. I'm just I like it could be over fifty one, but don't do that. Do what Baz said. So onto a game that may or may not matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter? It does. Home Advantage, is that big a big deal? Anyway, we'll introduce the game first. It's Geelong versus G O S at Kardinia Park. Geelong are two and a half points favourites and the over under is one seventy. Why does home advantage matter? Well
1: home advantage because it's Geelong that's skilled and they play it very well and we've seen that forever. Yeah. But why this game matters the most is because, well, as I said before, Leon Cameron, I've listened to him before on the radio, does not want to go into the final series with a loss. So they're out to win this. GWS need to win this game and finish second if there are any chance of playing in the grand final this year. If they lose this game and finish third, you write them off because they don't travel. So they need to win this and finish second to get a home final against the Geelong Richmond, Sydney, Sydney Port, Port, whoever yeah. it is that finishes third or fourth, not third, sorry. And that is why they need to win this game because if they don't, if they finish third or fourth, they're in deep shit for the, for the finals. That's, that's my belief. I don't, I can't see them bringing back Stevie J. Apparently, he trained really well today. But also, apparently, they've, like Cameron said, a hard no. It's a hard no on Stevie J. Yeah, when well you, like I said, you've got Tom, Tom Green and, and um, sorry, Tom Green, Toby Green, Dylan Smith, <laughs> I was thinking Tom Hawkins because he's he's, I he's, he's well, coming man. back. Uh, I, I can't see why they'd pick Stevie J when he hasn't really. When his knee's fine this year, he's done all right. But when, he, when he's still carrying that knee injury or he's had a week off, he comes in pretty rusty. I can see him playing the first final, depending on matchups. But I, I don't see why they'd risk him this week before the bye. And yeah, I just think GDOs have too much talent across every line. Geelong haven't been playing great football. I know they beat Richmond, but, again, it's a skilled stadium factor, and I still believe Richmond weren't there. They were still a bit bathwatery. And I just see GWS winning this. They're $1.95 to win. They don't even know what the line is because I saw a $1.95, and I said that's good enough for me. But the best bet for this game, and I can't believe this, Josh Kelly to get 30 touches is $2.30. $2 $2 to well, you 30 so you don't,
0: you don't back in Scott Selwood to tag him out no
1: nah, because he is a gun he had 43 touches last week and was just he he is worth every he's worth more money than what Dusty's going to be on because he's only 22 and he's going to be and yes you might say I'm a bit biased here but yeah, you are but that's okay but he's
0: going to be a, a, like, Dustin's about to be a Brantley medalist and you're saying this bloke's worth more money than because he's got more upside he's got more upside than Dusty yeah the palm off king but don't argue Yeah he's got more silk Nah that, Yeah he's got more silk He does more grunt nah, how, how many games Has Josh Kelly Won particularly this year Not been not He, he been, doesn't need to Because he's got So much talent Exactly Whereas Dusty's about to take a, a Richmond side That you said Was no good In round one so it was I've absolutely you no. Know, Said so it was absolutely rubbish in round nine. <laughs> so it was no good in round sixteen, and only got on the bandwagon three weeks ago. I'm still, into the buddy top I four. Off the bandwagon in the top four. Dusty's Dusty's up there with danger. This like Kelly's good, but he's no Dusty. No, he's,
1: he's a very very good player. He's a
0: very very. There's lots of very very good players. There's not many dangers in Dustys. All right.
1: Well, this is for another argument for another time. Clearly, but Josh Kelly, you get three more touches, two dollars thirty. Giovanni has to win, finish second, and have the best crack at making the finals or making the grand final. Sorry, but if they don't win, then I fear almost straight sets.
0: Now my only problem is is that. Geelong has only lost once to GOS. Yep. All time. And they drew. And they drew. And they drew. So they're 1-1 they're one, one and 5 against GOS. And they've covered... Uh, GOS only covered twice interstate ever in a night game. And it's a six and one under. They just don't seem to travel well. They don't seem to go at night well. There's lots of like asterisks with the Giants. Yeah, and that's why our fear is they don't win this
1: game and finish second, then they're in the, they could be straight sets. But I don't say them winning this game. Well then they're out in straight sets.
0: There you go. But
1: I still think even if they lose, Josh Kelly will get thirty.
0: Yeah, that's definitely fine. But in terms of uh you know, we've got again we've got Geelong at skilled basically at two bucks. Like yeah. by the time it kicks off on a Saturday night. They're $1.90 now at minus two and a half. That'll be two bucks. Because people will start going, oh, John's pretty good. John's pretty good. It'll be, it'll be a 50 50 coin toss. And John will be yet again at skilled, this weird loaf of bread shaped football field. <laughs> like outsiders. And it's burnt me
1: three times. For time. two bucks. It's burnt me three times this year. So was, sure, we just take the two bucks. But it got me right. Well, I was right with Sydney, so it took me four times to get it right. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I'm still tipping GWS just because I've got probably that blind faith, and I just don't think the Cats are any good. Yeah, and I think GWS have a lot more to play for than they. they that True, was, no. the Cats,
0: the Cats won't like the Cats won't play at home final. No, and
1: they, exactly they're going. Even if they win and finish they they'll end up at the J. Yeah, end up at the G anyway. So you know, and Dangerfield, Duncan, Guthrie is to have to, and maybe Tomahawk they're going to have to carry him through this game where. You look at the GRUS on field and you go, well,
0: yeah, it's just jets all around. Yeah,
1: so that's that's the only reason I'm going with them, and yeah, I just think that they win and they got more. Again, they got more to play for.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just for me. Like the Giants are pretenders; they're in our pretenders, you know, collection. Oh, well, you've heard my rant, so yeah, yes, yeah. They are. And uh, I think I'm slightly turning. You're, you're slightly turning. I think you're turning too soon. If if they win this week. I'll, I'll, I'll let them, you know, be real for a couple of weeks until they get out in straight sets. But, uh, yeah, they're not, they're not proven much to me in the last couple of weeks. So I'm with Geelong as a tip, but don't don't waste any money. But definitely Josh Kelly for 30, guaranteed. So uh, on to the other Saturday game, which is possibly the most putrid game of all time. And this is, again, this, I, I, I always say, like, bookmakers just don't watch games that are at, uh, interstate. Like obviously they have Melbourne people to do the lines for the Melbourne games and then they have Melbourne people doing the lines for interstate games and then for the other – like if you follow other codes, if you follow NRL, obviously New South Wales and Queens people doing the lines for the Storm games. So the Storms are always underrated. Here, Power is underrated. Like minor, like if the Saints are 51 oh, – sorry, the Swans are $51 to go against the Blues, Power should be 100 Like the line should be 100 against the Suns. It's $2.50 for over 60 points if you want. It's yeah the line is minus 48 and a half. Yep. The over under is 174. I would not be surprised if Port Adelaide in Adelaide kicked 170 points 177 points by themselves yep. against the Suns. The Suns are, the Suns are done. The Suns like the Suns are like beyond relegation. Like it's like like if the, if there was relegation, they'd go down two tiers. They'd be like playing in needful seconds. That's how bad they are at the moment.
1: See, one of the best articles coming out during the week from Gold Coast was uh, Miller Miller yeah. saying that the players want a choice of their coach.
0: You don't deserve a choice. <laughs> Yeah, I just had to be playing. Take Miller.
1: <laughs> who
0: would you reckon they'd pick? Who, who would they pick? <laughs> I just got rid of some bloke is like, oh, he made us train too hard. He made us do stuff. He made us do drills. We got rid of him. Like, who would they pick?
1: They keep Dean Solomon. and they might play. Like they played all right last week, but really, Essendon, Essendon's own arrogance yeah. with the with the footy cost them smashing. And even that he scored fifty odd points, Poilead will just absolutely smash. Gold Coast on the weekend because Port again same as the Swans need the percentage to make sure they finish fifth or sixth and if Richmond flop it on Sunday they can still finish fourth definitely yeah and so massive game for Port really I can see Gray or Wingard just having an absolute day out because as much as Gold Coast are putrid Stephen May is a jet kept down to hurt to one goal Mm. maybe even goalless last week so sorry Dixon you're not going to get a kick this week But Graham Wingard will just get plenty of it. But I saw two dollars fifty for more for Port to win by more than sixty, and I just went, "That is money for jam." Yeah. Thank you very much. And this game will get real ugly real quick.
0: If you just go on pure betting sets alone, Port Adelaide have won seven straight against the Gold Coast. They beat them by seventy-two points in round eight, and they're six and two against the spread at Adelaide overall when favored by forty or more. As much as every Like they are pretenders But when they are Clearly going to win They just love To beat up on teams well, they, they just
1: They just live for it well, I think I said I gave you a stat Two weeks ago When I play teams Outside the eight Their percentage is 170 hmm. So it shows you They just smash teams Outside the
0: eight And the sons are pathetic So they'll They'll yeah. cop it So don't watch it But like Roll some cash On massive blowouts And you'll thank yourself At brunch on a Sunday Better get better too Oh, wow. Just looking at this game again. Like, I obviously did the research. We're looking at the research right now. But, buddy, Essendon versus Fremantle at Eddie had Sunday, 110-ish, something like that, pretty early. Is 42.5. Now, that concerns me. Could I looked at that and was like, I still don't rate Essendon. Like, yes, they're, gonna make, they're most likely going to make finals. Yep. But I think the money here is for Fremantle to cover the line. And, like, well, they're not going to lose by seven goals or more. It's, like, a ridiculous statement to make. (laughs) Fremont's going to get smashed and still make us money.
1: Well, I think that I went through and saw what Esther and scoring at Etihad. Mm And they're averaging, like, close to 100, if not over 100. They've had some big scores. They've also had two of their biggest wins at Etihad. Yeah. Walsford's come out today saying there's no complacency. We need to finish our season well. So, obviously, he's... You watched the game last week and saw while they dominated, there was a lot of uh, complacency, complacency yeah. and a bit of arrogance that crept, like selfishness in a few of their forwards, especially. I see Essendon doing it again, same as Gold Coast. Freeman have been putrid. Like, they came out in that first quarter against Richmond, and I was sitting there going, if they had a decent forward line, they would have kicked probably three or four goals. Richmond looked in a bit of trouble. Yeah, Richmond rode that out and then after quarter time, it was like watching Gold Coast against Brisbane the other week where they just were non-existent. And I, I really fear that coming to Melbourne, nothing to play for, their spots can't change, I don't think, in the, on the ladder. Essendon need the bestiege, need, need to win the play finals. If they lose this, the Essendon fans will turn absolutely feral because they can get knocked out of the finals.
0: Yeah.
1: and. I, saw, so I looked it up. Six for sixty plus again. So another ten goal win or more, ten goals or more is three dollars fifty. And the unders overs is one eighty odd. I think it was one eighty eight. Yeah, one eighty eight. And I think Essendon could absolutely again just. Joe Danahoo will kick ten because who's going to play on him?
0: Uh, and yeah,
1: Essendon could just run muck here
0: So the only thing that the only thing that prevents me from really pouring cash into Essendon. Is a I'm not convinced on like they have no defense so to beat a team by forty and, plus and Hurley is out and Hurley is out it's hard how to do that if you don't play a def like you have you give you give nothing on defense and also Fremantle have won fall straight against Bombers and seven of the last nine and this Bombers team hasn't had like yes that includes the the Asata affected sides and stuff but that's either against the the, the Essendon twos that played in that time, or most of this squad, and I think they just don't like it. it all depends on Fremantle, and that's just a scary place to be in because if Fremantle will turn up and go like we'll make it, we'll make a fist of it. There's no way Essendon wins by 40 more more points. But there's nothing to say that Fremantle will turn up. They're travelling the longest distance, longest distance they can in the, in the AFL. They're going to Etihad, which is Essendon's domain. Like, yeah, I just don't. Well, I, I just can't see
1: here. Like, Fremantle scored um, was it 51 points on the weekend, yeah. 39 the week before. You know, they scored 90 at the main against Gold Coast, but, you know. To Gold Coast, yeah. Old Brighton's twos could score that. They scored 86 against GWS. That was the game they got up for, obviously. Yeah. And GWS, I mean, we know what GWS are like. They play a quarter of footy when they don't rate the opposition. Then they 48 against Hawthorne. They then had another low score of forty four and eighty six this is going back to July. They had eighty six against North who have averaged over a hundred points against yeah. So, yeah. so they're not I just don't see them scoring enough to be competitive and I just yeah, like I know they've got no defence estimate Hurley out and, you know, some makeshift defenders as well, but I mean they don't really have anyone to kick a score apart from McCarthy. Um and five. five and you know Benel was not too bad on the weekend actually but you know Ballantyne's still a bit rough after injury layoff even though he's played the last few weeks and he's shown some glimpses of good stuff but yeah I just really fear for Freo and it could be a, another massive blowout which
0: the AFL doesn't want this no they don't this is this is a terrible 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 way to end the, the, uh, the end year. the year but luckily they have one saving grace on Sunday. Richmond versus St Kilda at the MCG in Rui's farewell if he plays. And like, I've heard whispers and whispers from whispers and, like, apparently some guy was in the change room on last Saturday after he won at the Etihad and he's going to play. And I was like, you don't really know what you're talking about, do you? And he was like, no, nah, I don't, but that's okay. Like, so apparently Rui plays and that, that concerns me a lot because I feel like if, if the Bulldogs are an emotional team, St Kilda's very emotional right, right now. Well, the, the, the this is
1: where the Essendon game is going to be paramount because if Essendon win and sew up the finals, then St Kilda are only playing for one thing and that's it could be Rewald and Montagna's last yeah last game. So Rewald said himself last week that at the moment, unless a, unless his teammate hits him on the tit, he's like a tram. Mm-hmm. He's on tracks. He's yeah. not. He's his not knees good. can't do
0: exactly that yeah. move. He, he, like he shouldn't be playing. Like yeah. there's no like no good doctor would say, yeah, go out and play. Cause like this guy can't, this guy won't walk yeah. after 38 anyway.
1: And the other thing that worries me is that both Port and Sydney obviously win big. Then Richmond obviously feel that bit of pressure for the first time probably this year leading the finals. They've probably got some expectations on them and they've had that expectation earlier this year. Sorry, but they haven't dealt with it that well. No, true. So this could be a real interesting game on, on, on Sunday. And seriously, my head says Richmond just win because yeah,
0: because they do like like pay, like squad v squad. Richmond win,
1: and it's outside Eddie had. So we know St yeah. Kilda do not travel even if it's DMCG. That, that
0: arguably like the worst performance by any team in the first quarter this year happened in that St Kilda versus Melbourne game, where literally a bloke like me who hasn't played footy in his life could go out there and and lay someone on their tip better than anyone from St Kilda yeah. in that first quarter.
1: And it, so, my head says Richmond, but you know me, I, I, I hate Richmond. Yeah. So, my heart says Saints in a tough game, but this is a game I'm not touching at all. I'm just me watching, hoping that Richmond lose so they finish fifth or sixth <laughs> or seventh or just really bugger it up because I hate them so much. <laughs> But I, I kinda hope they win as well because I want him to finish top four, then go out in a straight sets. So
0: I'm a bit torn. The hate yeah, the hate matrix is hard to uh yeah, hard to unfathom him. Yeah. Uh, for mine if you take away your hatred for Richmond if you have it. <laughs> uh definitely Richmond to cover. Three goals against the St Kilda side, which probably will have nothing to play for. If they play Rui, which they probably will because of sentimentality. mentality, they're essentially carrying a bloke because is as he as he openly admits he's not fit to play. Um, and Richmond are playing good footy. Like they they actually beat a team by a hundred points last week. And as much as you say like Freya was no good, they beat a team by a hundred points. Like it actually takes a good team to put a team away like that. And it it wasn't this, the same old blokes, like Towns had kicked six last week. And that just shows that Richmond's other blokes, their their you know, second string, their other their other forwards can actually come and score some goals when they want to, so They deserve a top of four spot. They'll do it this week by winning by three or more goals. Don't touch the unders overs because 170 won't be enough if they actually win by 20 or more. Um, And St. Kilda, yeah, like they did against Melbourne, won't handle the G very well. They won't handle the pressure very well. And even if St. Kilda, even if Richmond win, you know, it'll be Jack Rowell cheering off Nick Rowell. Like it's still, the fairy tale still happens. So it doesn't affect any of that. And then to a game I thought was interesting, and then I checked myself and realised it's going to be an absolute laugh. West Coast versus Adelaide at Domain. West Coast are only giving up two goals. Yeah. A side that won't make the finals is giving up two goals to Adelaide, the best offence in the league. Yeah, so
1: I I looked at this. What a joke. I looked at this and went. What a joke. If this was a normal season game, I saw the lines and odds at Adelaide. I'd be just jumping in. You'd go house mortgage, yeah, pour it into the line, i I'll be going to the girlfriend saying, give me your credit card. I'm taking everything out. i will put it on Adelaide. everything I own as well, and we're all going to watch Adelaide just win. But the problem is it's the last game of the round. By this time, West Coast will know it. Like They're the only team that can probably jump Essendon if Essendon win because of percentage. Yeah. So they'll need to beat Adelaide. So this will become a shootout which therefore the Overs-Unders is in trouble. Yeah. And if it comes a shootout, I'm sorry, West Coast. But Adelaide win. But Adelaide will flog you and they'll cover the line. They'll win. And this is going back to what Leon Cameron said before as well. Adelaide would not want to go into the finals. With a loss. With two losses in a row. Mm. And they could also finish second.
0: Yes, very much so.
1: And why you might think, well, what does that matter? Like They still get a home final. They still get the double chance. Trust me, I'd rather be finishing first playing a, a Richmond or a, a Port Adelaide or Geelong yeah. than finishing second and playing a JWS or, you know, because... A know, team on
0: a roll or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah, Adelaide, they, they should win. They should cover the line. They should... DOL 54 even just to win is just ridiculous. And West Coast aren't that good and they haven't been that good. And they put up a great fight last week as JWS and well done to them but the fact of the matter is I watched that game GWS turned it on for 10 minutes in the last quarter and had enough to, yeah. to beat them so surely Adelaide win this if they don't then wow and if West Coast managed to jump into the 8 then Christ help us all because it'll be the worst f-
0: f- that'll f- be that'll be now. either a Sydney, Sydney West, Coast. West Coast or a poor Adelaide West Coast first round 100 point slacking so yeah. yeah and yeah I just can't see
1: how again I don't know why the AFL surely AFL would have pictured this with the best teams playing the blockbuster games instead of waiting to five o'clock on a Sunday like if this game was on a Friday night or a Saturday night it'd probably be worth watching but the fact that it's the last game of the round where no, but else rains
0: is- though as well so like everyone watches footy on a Friday night not many people watch it at 4.40 other than people in Perth because it's 320
1: yeah but we won't be like, we already know what the results are we already know
0: like if Essendon Wimbler no but like but this is getting televised in, in Perth so a Perth a West Coast fan will still watch a West Coast game oh well if I'm, I'm not watching Collingwood play yeah
1: well so, you're not a real fan are you mate but what's the point the season's done all I care about is trade week or finals <laughs> and <laughs> my team aren't in the finals so
0: well then it doesn't matter you hide this game it's a hidden game it
1: is like, a, game. a I'm, hidden I'm game I'm going to put money on it and just sit back and I'll check the game after the fight
0: yeah Definitely. That's a good call. And uh, yeah, that is that is a very disappointing footy forecast. <laughs> yeah. Round 23, three wrapped up.